0: Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where today we're going to be discussing overcoming adversity to pursue your dreams with my very special guest, Amber Artis. welcome everyone i'm your host virginia parsons and it really is my passion to bring to you a goldmine of inspirational tips strategies and advice from inspirational business women in the know and we have an amazing lady i'm going to be introducing you to in just a moment but as we get started i want to thank you all for being here because i know your time is valuable and my intention is for you to take home some great strategies and ideas that you can implement in your own life and your own business from every show that you watch. So as we get started, you could do me a great favor and help spread the word. I'm going to play for you the preview trailer. It's going to let you know everything we're going to be discussing in more detail. And you can also let people know about this interview who you think might benefit by it as well. All right, so we're going to get started right after the preview. you so much for helping spread the word i know so many people are going to benefit by amber's experience and and all that she's learned and so we're going to be getting started but first i just have to let you know that today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment Why might you want to take it? Well, it'll only take you a couple minutes and it will really help guide you to understanding how you can better use live stream broadcasting to brand grow and market your own business. So, if you want to take advantage of that, all you have to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179 Or if you're out of the country, simply go to hangout-marketing.com. And once you complete that assessment, you'll get the results and you might even qualify for a complimentary shine session with me. So go ahead and take advantage of that. Now let's get into the nitty gritty of the interview with Amber. And here's what I really want to suggest to you. During this period of COVID, social unrest, political discord, multiple fires and hurricanes, We have all experienced unusual challenges and adversity, haven't we? Well, my special guest, Amber Artis, had even greater adversity to deal with this past six months, which included death and resuscitation from sudden cardiac arrest and an accident, and so much more that I'm gonna let her fill you in on the details. So why am I telling you this? Because Amber has an important and powerful message for everyone who has felt overwhelmed and stressed out during this unprecedented time. Now we can all learn from her story and her inspired action to quit her position as vice president of matchmaking to start her own business just weeks after her near-death experience. So during this interview, Amber will share her key components for pursuing her own dreams. First, we're gonna talk about building the right team, then why partner support is so key, and finally, mindset secrets for success. Now, Amber has been a professional matchmaker for over 20 years, and she feels that surviving a near-death experience was the push that she needed to branch out on her own. Even though her loved ones warned her not to work too hard and encouraged her to take Time to heal. (laughs) But working passionately at what she loves has helped her heal. And Amber has been blessed with a second chance at life and is determined to make the most of it. So Amber, come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you?
1: Hi, Virginia, I'm happy to be here.
0: We are thrilled to have you here, Amber, because your story your experience and the decisions that you made as a result of your life experiences are so important for others to hear. And I know that they're going to learn a lot from you today. So I'm excited to share all that you have gained from this experience with everyone. So let's start with that, the background, a little bit about how you came into matchmaking. First of all, we'd love to hear that, but then, what happened during this really already challenging time of COVID that totally kind of flipped your life around. So go ahead and tell us about that, won't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I will tell you um, first a little bit about my background. So I started in the matchmaking industry in 1998. So I've been doing this for 22 years now. It really is my passion. Um, I feel very blessed at a very young age to have discovered matchmaking and just thought, wow, this is what I wanna do with my life. And so, I've always worked for really great companies. I started for a company in Michigan um, back in 98. I went on to work for several of the top matchmaking firms across the United States. Um, made some really great relationships with colleagues and fellow matchmakers that I worked closely with over the years. But in the back of my mind, I always felt like I could do it better, especially better than some of like the big corporations or franchise services. I just felt like I knew that the trick. Um, I knew how to get the job done. I knew how to service my clients at a level that these big corporations simply couldn't. Um, but I will say it was really hard for me to ever actually take the leap to going on my own because I loved the work that I was doing. I loved going to work every single day. I loved my clients. I loved my colleagues. Um, I was making really good money. I was doing really good financially. I was able to travel, you know, we took several trips every single year and we were really just enjoying life. And so, you know, you hear of a a lot of entrepreneurs who say like, I just dreaded going to work. I couldn't do it one more day. And that's why I quit my day job and started my own thing. So that wasn't the case with me, which is really, really difficult. Um, I don't know if anyone else has found themselves in that position, but it's like you found what you love, but you're doing it for someone else. And so in the back of your mind, you're like being pulled kind of back and forth and as far as what should I do? Well, um, in May, uh, May 10th, 2020, I got the wake-up call that I needed, the push that I needed to really go into business uh, for myself. And I really turned what could have been a tragedy tragedy, into an opportunity. And so it was Mother's Day. Uh, myself, my significant other of 10 years, his mom, our daughter, we're all driving, we are going to put um, flowers on his grandmother's grave. And I was driving my SUV and I had a sudden cardiac arrest. And so without warning, my heart just suddenly stopped. I literally dropped dead at the wheel. My foot was on the gas, uh, drove over several lanes of traffic and drove into a brick home. So yeah, really, I mean, nothing that we were prepared for, obviously. I just came out of the blue. And so it's really scary. It was scary for all of us. And thank goodness, you know, Mike and our daughter and his mom were all okay um, in the accident. Now, clearly I needed to be removed from the vehicle. I totaled my SUV. It was smoking. um, And where I had hit the hit the brick wall of this home, um, there were bushes on the side. And so Mike had to come and pull bushes back. And somebody who passed by stopped and helped him to pull bushes back and pull me from the vehicle. The good Samaritan who stopped performed CPR on me at the scene. And thank goodness this all happened within a half mile of a fire station. So within minutes, EMTs were there. They were able to use the paddles to shock my heart back. Um, the defibrillator. And I later learned that 95% of people who su- uh, suffer from a sudden cardiac arrest die. There's only a 5% survival rate. The key to being in that 5% who survive is having your heart shocked back with a defibrillator. So I was very, very lucky that that was able to happen. It has to happen, I think, within seven to 10 minutes um so i i was in that time frame now i will say i don't remember any of this I, I didn't just wake up instantly um i went to the hospital um i the next thing i remember is waking up about three days later so this happened on a sunday i woke up on a wednesday had been on a ventilator i had several surgeries to repair my liver and my spleen from the accident and then they put a defibrillator in my chest so that if, God forbid, this ever happened again, I would be able to get shocked back immediately.
0: I just wanna pause and interject here because first of all, only 5% of people who have this out of the blue experience survive. And I know you're gonna talk about how you said this tragedy turned into an opportunity, but once you started to figure out, oh my God, what I've just been through, which I know didn't happen right away because you're in the hospital, But oh my word, it had to stimulate some amazing thought about your life, your path, and why you decided to make this change. So go on with the story. But I just want to frame this for people because, you know, stuff happens. You know, sometimes you feel like a brick falls or a book falls off a a bookshelf and wakes you up. But Amber needed to have a, a sudden cardiac arrest and an accident and have to be resuscitated and have it all done within five to seven minutes to even survive. So I just had to frame this around your story, Amber. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty in, incredible what what I went through and it was very eye-opening. And really, you know, it took a couple of days to really kind of take it all in. And actually, and I'm a researcher, so I'm in the hospital. I, I told my partner to bring my laptop and I'm Googling and reading all about it and the survival rate and all of that and when i when i really took it all in i thought like okay this is a huge opportunity for me i've been saying for a long time that i want to start my own business that i want to work for somebody else i am not going to leave this hospital And in you know, 30 days, next month, go back to doing what I was doing. And so I made a decision right then and there that I was going to do things differently. Now I had already reserved a domain name for my business because again, for a couple of years, I'd been thinking about doing this. And so I got to work right away from that hospital bed. I called a website designer. I had them working on building my site. So this happened, you know, May 10th was the accident. June 1st, my website was live. It was up and running. So within a few weeks, I got things, I got the ball going. I got it up and running. And and we were kind of off to the races and really haven't looked back. It's really the best decision I ever made. But it really did take something to really kick me and say like, okay, life is short. You need to pursue your dreams now. You cannot keep putting this off.
0: Whoa! How many of you get this? I mean, how many of you would within, what, from Mother's Day to June 1st, have, first of all, survived this, started to rehab, work in the hospital, get somebody to build a website because, you know, you'd already thought about doing this, but the universe had to come along and really kick you in the behind and wake you up to say, get going now, how many of you think you could have done this? Because I'm just being real honest when I say, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could have done what you did, Amber. I think I would have I would have languished for a while and said, I need healing time, but not Amber. So this is so important and foundational to establishing what you need to do next and going for it. So you took a tragedy, as you said, and turned it into an opportunity. And so now we're going to go into the first topic, and that is the importance of having the right team to support you. So you started that by saying in the hospital, you called up somebody that you knew and got them started on this website. So I'll let you take it from there.
1: Yeah, I think um, Steve Jobs said that great things in business are never done by one person They're done by a team. And I knew, especially in the state that I was in, that I was not going to be able to get the job done by myself. So I had to really rally the people around me. Um, Like I said, I've been in the business for a long time. So I knew other matchmakers who I trusted Um, They trusted me. We had great camaraderie. I knew they could help me. So one of the first people I employed was Stephanie, who I had started in the business with way back in 1998. And one of the things I always think about, like when hiring people or building a team, is getting people who are better than me at the things that I'm not so good at. And so, you know, Stephanie's strength, she's super organized. Um, she's very detail oriented. She doesn't let anything kind of slip through the cracks. She catches everything. And so I'm more go, go, go. I'm, you know, juggling a bunch of balls in the air at one time. And sometimes I can miss those little details. And so it was really important to have somebody on my team who is going to get that, who's going to be able to take care of things. So I, I brought her on board right away. Um, and then also, so when i think of like building a team having the right balance so i have a team made up of mostly very experienced matchmakers who have all been in this business for over 20 years but we have one person on our team who's pretty new she's she's only been in the business a year or two and i think that's really important to have somebody who can offer new perspective um, have kind of a fresh set of eyes to look at things in a new way. And so I think, you know, as you're planning and building your team, finding people that you trust, that maybe you have worked, worked with for years is important, but it's just as important sometimes to bring in that new person, somebody who can see things a little bit differently. And so that's really kind of been the key to building this business.
0: Yeah. And you know what you're talking about here is I think something that many solopreneurs and new people who are going into business early on don't take into consideration. Oftentimes they're bootstrapping for one thing, so they don't feel that they can bring a team on. But the point I really wanna make here is that you tapped into the resources and the relationships that you had already built over 20 some years and brought them on board. And that's just really powerful for us all to think about as entrepreneurs is what are the resources that you all have that you haven't tapped into? Because we can't do it all and do it effectively. And what that limits you in is not being able to basically give the best of what you have because you're too busy trying to juggle all the other things you're trying to do that really Should be offloaded to someone else who is really good at it so you can focus on your brilliance. So, I'd like to have you give a little more feedback on that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think being able to delegate and have people take care of things for you. And look, in the beginning, the first few weeks, I I wasn't even able to stay awake for more than an hour or two at a time. Like, my body literally was saying, okay, you need to rest. Um, So I had to honor that and really listen to my body. And I had to know that I had people in in place that could take care of things. I think the other thing, when I think about my team, it really goes beyond just the people that work for me, the people that I hired, but it actually goes into my network and the other industry professionals that I've worked with over the years. I've really worked very hard at networking and building a great reputation and collaborating with people. So even in the beginning when you think about something like matchmaking, like it's all about who you know, it's all about connections, right? Like we have matchmakers have a database, a rolodex of great singles that we can match our clients with. So starting a new company, you know, I have my rolodex from my own personal experience, but I don't have that of a large corporation. And and so I was really able to leverage those connections I had in the industry and reach out to other matchmakers. And now only a few months in, I have matchmakers almost every week calling me, um, reaching out to me for help and matching their clients. And so I really think about You know, just the the ability I've had over the years to connect with other people, to give freely without seeking anything in return, because now when it's my time, when I'm in need, they're able to give back to me and really to collaborate with me and help me and assist me. So it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see something, you know, I don't think I thought about it all these years, the connections I was making and how that would really come full circle, but it's really a great thing to see it now come full circle.
0: Yeah. And I think that you mentioned to me when we were talking earlier that, you know, you had a great story about just helping for the sake of helping someone else and the idea of the return that that provides. Could you share that again?
1: Yeah. So I think that's so important to be able to just help other people, even outside of your industry, because you never know what's going to come about. So yesterday I subscribed to a service where they send out uh, notifications, reporters that are looking to do different stories. So it's opportunities to get press. And I saw a reporter who is looking to do a story for the holidays about great fragrances to give as gifts. They happen to be in New York. I know a guy who owns a fragrance company in New York. And so I just copied and pasted the email and said, hey, I, th- I just thought of you when I read this. This would be a great press for your company. You know, hope you're doing well. Send it on. He was so thankful i I don't need to ask him for anything in return. You know, we're totally different industries, but I do know that, you know, two years from now, if he's talking to a CEO who's saying that he's single and doesn't know how to meet great people, he's going to think of me and he's going to send that person my way. That's not why I did it. I did it just for the sake of giving. Um, but I do think that doing those little things day in and day out, those over time, you know, whether you believe in karma or not, it's going to come back to you for sure.
0: Yes, it is. And I think that's a gem in itself. I want to hear from all of you. What gems have you already picked up from Amber? Uh, for instance, I think the big gem is taking a tragedy and turning it into an opportunity. Have you thought about that on a maybe a smaller scale than what Amber's gone through? <laughs> you know, think about this. Or what, what are the things that I stumble with and feel challenged by, such as the time that we're in right now, which is very challenging for so many people. Lifestyles have changed dramatically since COVID. Have you been thinking about it more from the standpoint of what I'm struggling with or how to take this time and turn it into a better opportunity in your life and in your business? We need to sort of shift our mind, and, and Amber's gonna go into this topic in a few minutes, but we really need to position ourselves to shift our mindset into areas that open up the opportunities and possibilities rather than shut things down because we've been shut down. So Amber, I think from there, let's move into your second topic before we get to the mindset one. And that is about getting support and having support from a partner, a life partner, a mate, um, or whomever that might be in your life because that is critical. You do not want to be fighting against the current of someone who is in your is not in your corner. You need that support. So let's talk about that.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you definitely need support. And that doesn't have to come from a romantic partner. You could have a sister, a mother, a best friend, a business partner, somebody else who provides that support, but you definitely can't go it alone. And so for me, Mike has been a huge support, Um, literally, you know, bathing me, washing my hair, feeding me, you know, just providing me with my daily needs for several weeks as I recovered. But then even moving forward, so now, you know, I'm Full in, you know, I've launched this new business. I'm go, go, go working 24 seven. And I would honestly be working all the time. I would not take a break if I didn't have the right partner in my life to kind of reel me back in. Um, and I think a lot of business owners can probably relate to that, especially if you're passionate about what you do. If you love your work, it's just easy to get caught up in it and just not ever take time you know, take a break and take time for yourself. And so that's been really, that's been key to my success. I think, you know, after I'm working like crazy, Mike's the one that says in the evening, like, okay, it's time to shut the laptop down. I poured us a glass of wine. We're going to sit out on the patio and watch the sunset. And things like that are really what you need to succeed in business. Because if you don't have that, you're going to burn out. You really are. So you definitely need somebody who's going to bring that balance into your life.
0: Yes, you will, because I, I understand what you're talking about, because I've lived it. (laughs) I think many of us who are, you know, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, in business for ourselves, who are trying to juggle too many things, work way too many hours, and that's not what we got into business, is it? We got into business for ourselves primarily to have freedom. Yeah, so I think you make a really good point. and I point. And I think I like that you brought this to our awareness, really, by making it a topic. Because I think sometimes we take those partnerships for granted, or we don't appreciate the benefit that you have someone who's got your back and who comes in to your office or wherever you're working, where you tend to want to work 24-7 because you are driven, obviously and says, whoa, back off, you need to take a break. Let's go spend some time enjoying nature, watching the sunset, relaxing and talking, having a glass of wine. So we don't think about how important and valuable that actually is in staying balanced. And the point that you make that I think I really wanna, you know, drill home for people is that if you don't do this, you're going to burn out. And that's not good for anybody. It's not gonna be good for your business, obviously not good for your health, but people who you connect with as a result of doing business are gonna feel your burnout too. So it's, it's lose-lose, but when you have a partner who can be there to support you, and I say she said, doesn't have to be a romantic partner, it can be a family member, a good friend, a sister, whatever, who helps keep you in balance, how important is that? So thank you for sharing that with everyone and making this point crystal clear that To be successful in business, everything needs to be in balance. And one of those things is those who support you. So thank you. Let's move into the mindset one though. So this is so, so important and key to building a business that's going to be sustainable, isn't it? So go ahead and talk to us about that.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know that mindset is everything. If you've ever done any type of sales, you know that mindset is everything. And, you know, I think we've all heard the saying that you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to it or how you react to it. And listen, I had no control over the fact that. I, you know, went through this horrible health incident and accident, but what I could control is how I reacted to it. And I will tell you every single day in that hospital, I got up and even though they, you know, they encouraged me to get up and walk, their idea was getting up and walking with a walker, you know, taking a few steps here and there. And I said, no, I've got to do more than that. I was determined that I was going to get better and that determination really made all the difference. And I really believe that's why I was able to recover as fast as I did. I walked laps around that hospital floor every morning, every evening. Everybody at the nurse's station knew me. They knew that I was coming, walking my laps. Um, I would call the nurse and say, can you come in here and tie the back of my hospital gown so I can walk? And so I would go out and I would walk the floor without a walker. I would do it slow at first and really gain my, you know, build myself up. I also, I mean, I did the same thing. Something as simple as taking a shower wasn't something that I was able to do when I first woke up in that hospital room. I said, oh my gosh, I need to take a shower. They brought me a pack of like baby wipes and said, here, you can sponge off with these. And I said, oh no, I am taking a shower. And I literally had to beg them to come and tape up my IV on my arm and and allow me to do that. But I was just determined. I was not going to sit there and be a victim. I was not going to sit there and um, get down and get depressed about it and let it ruin kind of, you know, what I knew I was capable of doing. And so I think mindset is so important. Just having that determination and knowing that you really can achieve whatever you put your mind to.
0: Yes, you can. And you're just such a great example of this, because as I say, for most of us, we're not going through the kind of tragedy and huge, huge, um, as I say, blow really to your lifestyle, to everything that you were used to and taking for granted. Most of us don't have that experience. But what you're bringing to mind here is the idea of determination and making a decision on how you're gonna react to a circumstance rather than um, feeling that it's out of your control. Yes, the experience that you had, the sudden cardiac arrest was out of your control, but your decision, and that's really what it is, your decision and setting the intention that you will do whatever is in your control to get better, I like that because I'm gonna almost call it a little bit of feistiness that you bring to things. Saying, you know, I'm not gonna just, cause they think I shouldn't get out of bed to get showered and they want me to use wipes. I feel I can do this. And so often we get that feedback from people. Well, you know, who are you to think that you can do that? Or, you know, someone who gives you a, a sense of, not now, you can't do that right now. Or that idea isn't right for you. And then you listen to them. Sometimes they're authority figures. In your case, they were nurses. In a way, they were an authority figure. And instead of accepting what they said, you said, well, I think that I can get up and take a shower. I feel determined that I can do that. Now, of course, if you collapse (laughs) in the process, then you might've been determined, but it might've been a little too soon. But the point is you set your mind to saying, I think I can do this. I need your support to help me do it. And they did. So I think that there's really a story here for all of us to reflect upon. And that is, what do we give up on too soon? What do we say, oh, I'm not ready for it yet. So I'm not going to try. And if you really start to question your own mindset around being determined and going ahead and taking action rather than, waiting until everything is feels perfect and ready, you're, you're gonna move faster, is that right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I think part of mindset is also, and this is what we'll talk about in a moment when we talk about the gifts that I'm going to give your listeners, but knowing yourself and that self-awareness is so important as well. And when you use the word feisty, I would say absolutely people who know me would probably say that was one of the qualities I have. So a really a really neat tool that I use with all of my clients around mindset um, and around their mindset when it comes to dating, but it really can be used around your mindset with business or any other personal relationships. And just knowing yourself and self-awareness is the Enneagram. And so the Enneagram is a personality assessment. It's a really interesting one because it doesn't box you into one type. It does tell you kind of who you are at your core, your, your type, but then it also tells you where you go at your worst and where you go at your best. And so it's a really awesome tool. Um, I use it with my clients so that they're self-aware when they're dating. And I also use it when they get into a relationship to help them to navigate through that relationship and really understand where the other person's coming from. So I know my Enneagram is a type three, um, which it's the achiever. So I'm very much determined to get results. I'm results oriented. I'm very driven, I'm very ambitious, hardworking. Um, but I also know some of the flaws of the achiever, which are probably some of the reasons that I put off starting my own business. And one of those flaws is being really kind of overly concerned about what other people think or how you appear, appearances to the world. And so, you know, a little bit of that imposter syndrome, like you just spoke about Virginia, just saying like, well, who am I to do this? And so I think when you can understand that that's part of your makeup and your personality type, you can also have the mindset and be determined to kind of overcome that and kind of see that as, yeah, maybe that's a blind spot, but it's something I can work around. Um, and then in relationships, like Mike, my partner, he's the loyalist. He's the number six, and so he um, has a need for justice and to serve the greater good, um, and you know for things to be right with the world. He's very loyal, very giving, very loving. So we definitely have that good balance in our relationship. And it also helps me sometimes when I'm so determined, and so driven, and maybe he has a different perspective to understand where he's coming coming from as well. So I don't know, Virginia, do you want me to talk about kind of the Enneagram and the gift that I'm going to offer?
0: Yeah, I was just gonna bring that up. That's a perfect lead into to the Enneagram. And I, I just like, again, that it helps us understand how we function in the world, that what our natural tendencies are, and also the weaknesses because then you can work on those weaknesses. So as you say, if you're someone who is a perfectionist or always wants to make sure everything is close to perfect, before you move forward, that's something that needs to be worked on. So yes, what I'm gonna do is bring up the gift image so that everyone can write it down or quickly grab that link and go grab your Enneagram gift. You tell them a little bit more about it because yours is special. What uh, Wendy's gonna be uh, making available to you is actually some access to her with this gift. So yes, let's bring that up. Here we go. It is um, Amber's gift, and all you need to do to pick this up is go to HMtips.com forward slash Amber gift. How easy is that? HMtips.com forward slash Amber gift. So Amber, go ahead and tell them, you know, really what, what this entails because it's a little bit unique.
1: Yeah, so when you go to that link, you'll be sent to my team's calendar, and you can schedule a 15-minute call. And so on that 15-minute call with me, I really want to kind of pick your brain and understand why, you know, how you're going to use the Enneagram, why it's important to you. And so it could be that you're single and you're looking for love, and we'll certainly talk about that and how the Enneagram could relate to your dating life. Could be that you want to be a better parent or better a better partner to your current partner. Um, Could be that you want to be a better business leader. You want to be a better leader for your team. So whatever your situation is, I really just want to get a good understanding of that. And then I'm going to give you a code so you can take the Enneagram through the Enneagram Institute. The results will get sent to me. I will then send those results on to you with kind of um, a, a paragraph explaining how you can apply those to what we talked about. So we're really going to apply them to your life To your situation and tell you how you can use the Enneagram to get the results that you're seeking. So I know you're going to love it. It's a really, really fascinating tool. I've done extensive training um, and workshops on the Enneagram, and all of my clients love it. Um, They they always feel like, oh my gosh, that's spot on. But it also tell it's almost like it tells you about yourself. Um, It's so, it's so spot on, and you're like, yes, that's me, but it's things you wouldn't have even thought of before. And so it brings a lot to the
0: forefront. I love it, I love it, the Enneagram. I don't know, have you all even heard of the Enneagram? I had heard of the Enneagram. I have not taken an assessment. So I'm looking forward to taking advantage of this. But I also wanna just emphasize, hey, it gives you a few minutes to connect with Amber. And I tell people never miss the opportunity to connect with somebody so that you can you know, go a little deeper. And Amber's giving you that opportunity. So this is a big, wonderful gift for everyone. And as she said, you can apply the Enneagram in several different ways in your life. It's really about understanding your personality, your tendencies, your weaknesses, and then how that might match up with somebody else because of course she is a professional matchmaker. And matchmaking also can relate to just other good relationships. As she said, partnerships, If you might be working with someone building teams, as Amber had said is so important. So I think if you have been struggling, like so many have trying to do so much on your own, this is a great opportunity to understand how you can start to build teams and relationships around you that support you going forward. So Amber, again, let me pull this up for people. All you need to do is go to hmtips.com forward slash Amber Gift. Now, Amber, before we close, I would love it if you would share maybe some final thoughts, some gem that you want to make sure that they take away and apply in their own life. So go ahead with that.
1: Yeah, again, I know it sounds cliche, but life is short. And that's what I just want everyone to take away. Tomorrow is not promised. I learned that firsthand. You never know how much time you have. And so whatever's in your heart, whatever your dream is, pursue it today. Don't put it off any longer. Put your mind to it. You can accomplish it. But I would say that for sure. Do not put off your dreams. And I am a matchmaker. So I will say if one of your dreams is to find the love of your life, I would certainly love to connect with you um, and talk to you more about that as well. I'd love to be able to help you with that. You can just go to selectdatesociety.com, fill out an inquiry form, and I'll reach out to you that way.
0: He just said it all. Life is short. You never know when it may be plucked away from you and go ahead and pursue your dreams because your dreams are what fill your soul. Your dreams are what light up your life and also light up the lives of other people who you relate to because when you're in that place of heightened energy because you're pursuing your dreams, everyone feels it who's around you. So I want to second that reminder that life is short, pursue your dreams, live by your passions, light your soul on fire and then share that best part of you with the world because everyone benefits. So thank you, Amber, so much for being here with us today. I think your message is just so poignant, so timely and so important that we really appreciate you being here. And all of you listening, whether live or in replay, I would love to hear, and Amber would love to hear, what were the gems you took away from this time we spent together? Please share those, let us know what you're thinking, and maybe a few of your own dreams. We'd love to hear about those as well. So until next time, thank you all for being here, and we'll see you all on the next inspirational businesswoman show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.